Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the NT Talks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and today we have two founders. We have Garrett and Easy, and they're the founders of a platform called Cypher. And what that is, it's a hip hop platform. It creates hip hop collectibles. So if you're an artist and you like to freestyle, you get a chance to rap on these AI powered generated beats, uh, and then you make them into NFTs, which other people can collect them. Uh, it's something I haven't seen before. It's great for the space. It's great for hip hop culture too. So make sure you stay tuned and listen and listen for the gems and let's help build this community. Welcome back to NFT Talks uh, today. Here with some, I've always got amazing guests, so I'm always going to say that. But uh, today I'm here with Garrett uh, Easy, uh, the, the founders of Cypher Hip Hop Collectibles, something that I'm into, and I'm happy to see in the space about time something hip hop related <laughs> and in hip hop culture. Um, introduce yourself, guys, before we get into the actual project and what it's about. Uh, just give a short introduction. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Gary Legavitz, uh, founder and CEO of Cypher. Uh, come from a marketing background, a business uh, administration guy back in the day and um, took a run at a startup a number of years ago and like crowdsourcing and then um, got into crypto two years ago, two and a half years ago, specifically NFTs. I'm just, mm. I've gotten super stoked on this space and um, loved hip hop growing up, freestyling with my crew and stuff back in the day. So like this is definitely like this passion project that intersects perfectly with what what I love doing. So um, yeah, we're basically fledging this NFT app together with this algorithmic beat maker and stuff. It's rad. We'll tell you all about it. But yeah, yeah well, easy. Not... <laughs> you want you want you want to right. give Easy's lowdown too? Yeah, man. Let's quick, quick low down before your camera goes a bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm. I just wanted to hop on camera to say hey to everybody. I'm probably gonna switch off to my avatar. I live a little rural, so Wi-Fi connection isn't always the strongest. Uh, easy in crypto. Uh, most people just call me Easy. I've been in the space for a few years now. Uh, both you know NFT, uh, crypto in general, and then pretty heavily involved in like uh, audio NFTs, music on the blockchain. Uh, bringing literature to the blockchain, got my fingers in a lot of pies, but Cypher mm -hmm. is like living the dream and we're going to dive into it. Um, yeah, just very excited to be here and uh, we'll we'll get deeper into it. I'm going to hop out of my live video <laughs> so I don't go super robotic voice, but uh, super nice to, you know, sometimes connect the face to the voice for people. 100%. So I wanted to hop on camera for a sec there. All right. Thanks, Easy. Yeah, man. So you guys are doing some amazing things. I know you've had a recent launch. Um, I love the fact that you can combine the whole technology side into the beat making and obviously with the graffiti side, which you're going to talk into more detail. I mean, I, I know we had a short conversation before, but one thing I remember, if you obviously you go back into hip hop is remember like Zach, they talked about computer love. <laughs> they're, they, they're, I think hip hop were ahead of their time. They were talking about computers from the early stage and technology. Um, and obviously you guys are pushing ahead, using hip hop to obviously be the spearhead to move forward in technology. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's super cool being able to leverage just some of the bleeding edge stuff with, you know, using machine learning with uh, the album art covers yeah. that get generated for each cipher. So we're, we're basically just creating this like all encompass app to allow you to just flow and just stream like just spit off the top of your head, bring some writtens, you know, to this algorithmic beat maker that you wrap over the mint as this collectible hip hop NFT. But yeah, it has album art that's basically this AI trained on a bunch of graffiti that spits out new graffiti. And there's some like really rad 
ones coming out of uh, the latest generation of that tag too. So it's a super cool touch that just kind of like ties into like the culture like of hip hop, mm. graffiti, you know, like, I mean, there's break dancing and like all this stuff that just ties together to make like what is so cool and rich about that culture. And that's what we ultimately want, like Cypher to kind of have like a touch on, you know, a little bit. So let's get down to the, into the, into the deep down. You, as Cypher, uh, your aim is to help the hip hop artists, help an, help an artist, first of all, and using technology and using this, obviously these new technology NFTs to create music and make uh, monetize off that music uh, or, or freestyle or, or whatever you create. Is yeah. that, is that the main aim? Is that, That's that, the that, aim, that yeah, that you're really using NFTs to like repackage digital media is essentially what I see them doing it in the context of music. It's like, we're going from CDs to MP3s to NFTs, it's like a new way to like own music. And so we're trying to kind of streamline that ability to just get to market with like your voice and, and mm. get heard in this new channel. Um, and so, yeah, it's trying to monetize that flow, that skill that oftentimes just goes, you know, for pennies for streams when, you know, you could kind of own that piece of that artist and sort of bet on that artist instead of just being a passive listener. So that's where it kind of can create like super fans potentially. And that's where I see NFTs finding their sweet spot, you know, within maybe smaller niches of, of people, but um, still finding their tribe. So, yeah, and yeah. it's just kind of about and breaking down the barriers, you know, go ahead easy. Yeah, I was just going to add that you know, one of the large goals besides being able to have a deeper connection between, you know, the, the fan or the listener and the artist, be able to own music again. Um, all these things are, are part of Cypher, uh, being able to monetize that more efficiently, uh, but also to break down the barriers that are existing both in, you know, the standard music and, and hip hop industry, but also in the blockchain, because to be able to come in and make NFTs, uh, if you're not, you know, super familiar with it, you have to, you know, create your wallet. And there are sometimes fees involved, like gas uh, that you pay when you when you go and mint an item or to purchase. So what we've done is we've tried to eliminate barriers in, in both the crypto aspect and kind of the mainstream music aspect, where traditionally in hip hop, you've got to, you know, to really make it, you've got to know somebody or you've got to have enough money to get into studios and whatnot. So what Cypher allows you to do is so easily be able to generate these automatic beats out the Flowbot 5000. You know, you generate up, you know, a handful of these, you find one that inspires you, you go to the next page, you just wrap your flow over it super easy you go to the next page and that's where the spray gan comes in what we were talking about the graffiti the bot that eats graffiti and spits out new graffiti um and it's really exciting to see that evolve because we've been getting better iterations so then not only does the artist not have to produce the beat they also don't have to worry about the artwork so you know we're we're creating a very cool visual for the nft uh the album cover if, if you would and then so once you choose that the final step is just putting the the name of the track how many editions, <clears throat> the price per edition, and your resale royalty rate. And so that is that is like, uh, you know, a very low barrier uh, entry into the hip hop, you know, collectible hip hop NFT space. Um, part of the reason we're able to do that is we've adopted kind of a similar style to OpenSea's lazy minting. So the onus of, of gas while we're still on layer one ETH chain is on the buyer. Uh, but there's some really interesting things we're doing where the first purchase uh, the first person to go and purchase an NFT, uh, say someone purchases my track, uh, mm -hmm. we call that breaking the artist when it's the first track purchase. And basically what you're doing is you're minting a master that goes to the artist. So they always have that. And then the that first purchaser 
basically sends a master to the artist and then receives the first edition where in the metadata you'd have that being the first edition so it's pretty interesting um we also have you know closing the catalog which is when you purchase the second to last edition you you retain that edition and the very last edition goes into a cipher vault where we'll basically have you know all the minted tracks that come through cipher uh mm -hmm. so kind of as a historical thing maybe we can you know do competitions where things are you know you get rewards by participating um so uh, you know basically just smashing down the barriers for you know making the music and getting onto the blockchain we even have a little tutorial for setting up your metamask wallet and we've you know kind of handheld and walked through artists that were totally new to the crypto space okay so that that that's that kind of explains the the whole process and how it works and what why you're doing it. I want to talk about it from an artist perspective, uh, as a say if you're a rapper or, I mean, is this the entry? Is this is is this en like I said, this is entry level? Because I'm I'm thinking okay, if I'm a rapper, potentially normally you might do a mixtape to get to try and get your name out there. Is this the point where they come to cipher and mint some work, mint some uh, obviously songs and whatnot, mint some tracks, or is it later on down the line when you're more established artists? uh you'd come to cipher i feel like it is a little bit more upstart grassroots guys that are like scrappier trying to get their name out there like also like even if they are somewhat established like finding this different channel is kind of like an interesting way to test the waters and we've looked really too at like um as we kind of expand the product potentially having like a bring your own beats and like special drops that we kind of like hype up and stuff on the, on yeah. the channel and and do auctions on and stuff so i mean eventually we see it like growing with our artists that way and like right mm -hmm. now it's like hoping to like find that like new way to kind of come up through web3 which is just kind of totally untapped right now so, so does everyone rap yeah. on the same, does everyone rap on the same beat because i know you said you got the ai um obviously is it, what's it called yeah flowbot um that that it creates the beat does it create individual beats for each nft or does or can numerous rappers rap on uh one beat like See, a we, we wanted to originally include meme mode which would allow you to like basically like remix it and like you know make it your own but we ended up like just keeping it simpler at the get-go but that would that would have been really fun to implement on the first pass but we really want to bring bring meme mode like that so people can sort of like do their own takeover like that yeah that, that um, would dope, but, <laughs> but, but right now it just it does spit out like pretty unique beats each each go mm -hmm. um and then that allows you to just each session you have 10 beats that you can rifle through um mm -hmm. and just find one you like and then like if you need to find more you can just refresh the page and okay um generates 10 more but uh yeah so that's just sort of the, the user flow of it but we've yeah we've gotten feedback too like it'd be nice to, be able to like save your work and process and stuff because not everybody is like always right on in there so it's like a skills game though right now it's like yeah, really yeah. like kind of like this one take thing that's it's kind of fun people have kind of addicted to it it's it's a lot of fun when you start using it and so, so yeah just, just to make it clear sorry for you jumping easy just to make it clear, you can't i can't rap on a beat and then somebody else can't join on that track and put their their part to it it's just one person, one person per track, would you say? It is currently just one person. Okay, track, cool. Right? Okay, yeah. cool. Right, so we're, we're definitely, you know, we love feedback from the community and, and we do have a lot of ideas that we're flushing out and some are in progress of being wired up and stuff, you know, the bring your own beats is, is gonna uh, hopefully be dropping soon. So, you know, producers of beats would be able to bring in these beats and then we kind of match make with rappers or rappers could kind of audition a flow and yeah. put out their proposed smart split on the sales. Um, and then also, 
you know, collaboration is so, so thick and, and rich in the hip hop culture that we want to be able to do more of like a back and forth where, you know, somebody could get a track, basically rap over it, but be able to send it to a buddy and have them rap a verse and kind of do like some kind of back and forth or be able to even lay a second vocal track down. So like I could spit my bars and then I could do like, you know, some beatboxing or whatever it is. I could play an instrument in the background. I mean, you know, just get creative. So there's a lot more coming. You know, we did just go live with our beta. Um, and so, you know, we're tweaking, we're, we're taking, uh, you know, a lot of community feedback and we've got a lot more ideas for, you know, more mastering, um, the ability to, you know, bring someone else in on a track, uh, like mm -hmm. Garrett mentioned, the kind of meme remix mode, uh, which would be really cool, uh, to bring in. Uh, but, but essentially, yeah, you're, you're, you know, uh, generating these, these pretty unique beats and maybe one might be similar to another, but in general, you're going to get like your beat and rap over that. And, uh, you know, in the future, like we said, there might be some remixing, uh, modes and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, like you're getting, you know, it's, it's generating, uh, fairly unique beats for, for each session when you go in and you're going to grab that track and rap over it. And, you know, hopefully you, you spit some fire and people are, are collecting it. Um, I was extremely surprised, you know, you had, you had asked about what type of rappers. Um, I think there will be uh, a mix of people that have, and we've had this cause we do events where we uh, in the discord, we drop beats from the bot. And then people are able to just flow over it. And we even have like prizes, you know, 0.1 ETH is to the top flow on our Sunday ciphers in our Discord. Uh, we do a Thursday uh, cipher in the Token Smart Discord. We're going to be doing a cipher over in the Dot Gems Discord while they do a virtual graffiti battle. We'll be doing a virtual mm -hmm. rap battle with them. So it's kind of like whole street art culture, hip hop infused metaverse uh, events are starting to happen, which is kind of part of the dream. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, maybe even we could get some more well-known artists that could come in with like a pseudonym and just have some fun and explore the NFT space or people that yeah. had wanted to rap, but hadn't had the, the opportunity to really enter. It seemed out of reach myself included. I used to rap a lot with my homies, my friends back in the day, we'd jam, we'd rap. Um, and you know, as a teenager, I was like, man, it would be so amazing to actually be able to, you know, be a rapper. Um, but that that dream kind of got put on the shelf until, you know, Cypher rolled around. And uh, on opening day, I sold a few rap tracks. I was like, you know, oh. dream come true right there. You know, and it was just it was just <laughs> yeah, a fun man. little rap. Uh, and, is you know, not not a lot of like, you know, mountains of ETH coming in. But it's really cool, uh, very rewarding to, to know that people are enjoying, you know, the the raps that I'm putting down. And, and so it's very exciting to have the marketplace live. I really think it's interesting, man, like the way the approach that you guys have taken, I think it solves so many barriers, like solves so many problems that may be there as if you want to be an artist, like, okay, then the, the finance side potentially, because I mean, if you, you have to find a, find a beat, first of all, <laughs> and then, and then obviously having this, putting it together, getting, getting a track together. I mean, you can do all these just on your platform um, and you don't need anything else apart from a mic, I'm assuming. Yeah. And a computer. Right. Yeah, we encourage people that yeah, just use like a cheap USB mic is usually the yes. best. Yeah, and then also then also then there's a the fear factor if you're not if you're not really in a way to, you can't really perform in front of people if you're shy in that way or introvert in that way like you can just be behind the computer put your avatar up and just just go go for it and then build your confidence slowly by that by that way I think that's a good good factor that's added that. I guess if you are going to rap and do rap battles or do any ciphers, you'll have to go to a actual a place and genuinely, would it? I don't, I don't know if there's any place you do what you go online and you do ciphers anywhere else. 
Yeah, I mean, doing them in like Discord is super fun and stuff, doing them live that way, yeah. like we've done. But yeah, like as far as like a place where you can like tokenize it to end to end is pretty much the the only only game in town right now. But yeah, <laughs> one so stop shop, baby. One stop <laughs> yeah. shop. Covering, covering everything. So tell me, tell me a bit about obviously how the community reacted. I mean, how the community reacted to people inside the crypto space and people outside i mean is it generally the people that are in discord now are just people that are into crypto already because i'm interested to see how how do projects like yourself obviously the the hip-hop culture the hip-hop community is a massive community how do you convert how do you transfer these people that don't know anything about crypto to jump onto this yeah so so thus far like we've been just trying to net like the crypto curious you know throwing out a hook on instagram primarily just doing an ad for our discord cypher parties with kind of like this rap for crypto like you know sort of like messaging and that's kind of piqued people's interest like what's this all about and then i get to tell them about the app and they're like oh okay yeah i've been wanting to get in on this and this is just such a win-win like if it's something i'm passionate about but yeah it's just kind of been uh, a process of just familiarizing people with the basic tools of a MetaMask, you know, being the, the way that we interact with our Web3 application, a lot of Ethereum-based applications, that's the most prominent uh, wallet that just kind of lives in your browser of your, uh, like, Google Chrome, for instance. And so that's how we've just been trying to onboard people with that way a little bit better now and um, just got to keep kind of holding people's yeah, hands a little bit. We've definitely had uh, rappers that had not been really, you know, on the blockchain come over, like, like Garrett had mentioned from Instagram, come over and literally we've walked through setting up their wallet, getting on Cypher, basically introduced them to the, to the NFT space and in crypto more deeply. And the, the reaction from the community has been so amazing. I mean, it's truly like heartwarming. It just like gives us fire to keep going because uh, for example, people that have come over and been new to crypto, they like, they were basically like, this is my home. You guys, you know, opened your arms, brought me in, helped teach me about this. And then it's so much damn fun. We have so much fun at these live ciphers. Uh, and we've gotten a lot of feedback from people, you know, after an event that's like, man, I feel like I just got home from like a real event being with people yeah. <laughs> because you get this connection even though you're still not you know face to face uh you do develop this connection and and the cypher is kind of we pass the mic around sometimes we put on a long track and just go round robin and and you actually kind of develop relationships with people how to have the cues to like pass the mic and stuff without that eye contact and that uh you know body language uh, and we've also had people from the crypto community, like crypto artists, uh, shout out to Space Painter. He uh, has been in the crypto space for a while. He is a phenomenal uh, artist doing, you know, virtual um, cinematic whole landscapes with, with uh, amazing graphics and, and music laid to that. Yeah. And he had never done any rapping, but uh, he had wanted to. And uh, he has an amazing track up that is his first rap uh, ever. Called uh, the Eat Cookie Rap, and it's just amazing. And so, you know, we've had people like that that are that are uh, visual artists uh, with a love of music that hadn't rapped before come over and just, you know, basically really fall in love with it, enjoy their time, and and go go through the process and make raps and put them on the marketplace. So it's really kind of a mix uh, from from you know all aspects: uh, new people to crypto, uh, well-known artists, people kind of in the middle. 
Um, and so it's, it's, it's really exciting to have such positive feedback from the community. Uh, and really, they just drive us to keep going and, and keep getting better. What about the quality? of, of uh, obviously the, the people freestyling because obviously you, if you look back, even if you look at how it's portrayed in the in the films and whatnot, you've got your eight mile, people are rapping. If you do, if, you, if it doesn't sound right, you get booed off the stage. Now, mm. when you do these Sunday ciphers and it could happen, is that the case? Or is, is everyone really encouraging? Everyone's pretty <laughs> supportive, really. Yeah. yeah, we've got like a really cool vibe where like sometimes like we'll pick each other up and then like continue off with someone okay. we saying and riffing on it and stuff. So people are really kind of like cool and different in that respect. And like, um, yeah, mostly supportive. Like every now and then you get like a little bit sparring, which is fun too. Like, but like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> it hasn't really spun out of control. Fortunately, like we've all kept it pretty much on the rails, which is, which is cool. Okay, okay. And yeah, that, that allows people to come in and participate uh, with a with a, in a positive environment I mean you know rap rap battles could get pretty nasty yeah, I mean, that's, that's a- part of it so it's not that we like discourage any kind of like you know uh going after each other on the freestyles and stuff mm-hmm. uh but there is just kind of a general community vibe of, of a lot of support people being able to learn and polish their craft uh and yeah. get better we've seen people really really uh, improve over you know coming to the ciphers week after week and starting out kind of timid and maybe doing one here or there to then just really kind of finding their own flow state um, and very different styles, different languages. You know, um, we've had probably five or six different languages uh, wrapped on, on these events. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it gets a little crazy. We do uh, sometimes we'll do these uh, chat wraps basically where you freestyle off what's in the chat and people drop some crazy gifts <laughs> and that gets off the rails. I won't lie. <laughs> now i could imagine like but I, re- I really like that the sound of it because obviously it's in the community people are rapping within the discord i feel that especially when you see people develop and they get better i mean i only can imagine if i was in there and i was and somebody was developing you can see them get better and you thought this guy's really got potential and then you might get the filter like i want to invest in this person um and if they create an nft you you'd be I'd be happy to obviously for, uh, buy their first NFT and and pay for their gas fee and and hopefully in the future that that could be they could blow up to be anybody potentially in the future. Yeah, Absolutely. that's kind of the idea, man. It's like you're kind of yeah betting on the artist in a way and like getting getting a piece of that 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 potential um, turnaround of that. But at the same time, it's just like a really cool way to support artists and you get to own the, the visual album art that comes with it. And it's just the novelty of that packaging to me, I think speaks to people. So we're seeing, seeing people pretty stoked on it. So we're just, just starting to get the word out and yeah, really stoked to be on here today too. Just chopping it up. This is great. I mean, and I love NFTs, like easy lives and breathes NFTs and metaverse. <laughs> like I definitely have a stash and like just have a ton of fun with that. Cause it's inherently like kind of like this social thing. Mm. like uh and that's what we're finding more and more is that like you know especially with like nfts as like access and being able to unlock like certain um unlockables or like access to secret discord servers and stuff like a whale token does like that's just a really interesting use case and so there's just so much potential to be explored still yeah and we've had we've had community members uh come in and you know kind of uh get the ropes of, of NFTs somewhat through Cypher. Uh, shout out to, to Louis C. Rhymes, Louis Baby. 
he uh, came in through Cypher and is actually one of our brand ambassadors. And okay. he has taken, you know, a deep dive into NFTs and the functionality and what you can really do and started producing his own, you know, kind of higher, more, more mastered uh, raps where he's doing NFTs, but he's also doing like uh, airdrops. If you get certain NFTs, um, also like owning a certain NFT would uh, get you into a like a raffle contest for other of his merch and stuff. So it's really interesting to kind of also be able to shepherd people into the space and and watch them grow and just flourish. Uh, you know, Kane Mayfield, another uh, rapper that's fairly new to the space, that's making amazing NFTs, doing similar things. You know, doing the drops, gamifying it basically, and with some some really great content, like really. Okay, so have you guys thought about collaborating? You guys have been in the space for a while, haven't you? Like, um, you're not strangers to the space. I think you, you told me, is it two years? Two years at the yeah, middle? two and a half, easy, yeah. what, a few years? Yeah, I've been years. in about three years. See, yeah. oh, OGs, like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, you're probably one of the, one of the few people that, uh, guys that I've met that have been in the space that long. Uh, so you've seen everything, I can imagine you've seen everything grow and change. I mean, watch, how have things changed from where they were, say, two years ago? to where they are now? Um, I mean, has it been hum huge growth and where do you see things moving in the future? Yeah, I mean, it was cheaper for sure. I've seen this meme, <laughs> I've seen this meme uh, Art Gnome put out of like a grandma with a walker and her son's behind her and he's just, she, yeah, she's just like, I remember when I could get a super rare for 0.1 ETH. It's like, sure you could, Grandma. Sure you could. You know, that's like, amazing. I used to, I used to collect a lot of like the higher end, like one of one super rares and stuff back in the mm. day. And uh, yeah, a lot of them are a lot spendier to get into. So that's just one thing that's changed is the price. But like, um, it's the you know it rides in these circular waves, and like we obviously saw this spring, it blew up like big in the mainstream, and um, you know it, it's just funny how. Um, I guess what's the word for it? Just like how, how many, it, it's just so intangible and hard to articulate for a lot of people that yeah. there's so many people that still question it. You know, these are non-believable <laughs> tokens. This is not, you know, um, easy well, for people to grasp, but what was it easy? Well, and I've, you know, I was just going to say, I've seen, you know, crypto winters and DeFi summers. And now we're in the year of the NFT. I mean, I remember when gas was like four to six cents to send yeah. an NFT. And, you know, so there's changes in the background. Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot more, there's new chains coming out yeah. um, that, I, that I think will alleviate the, the pressure uh, of gas and Ethereum and that bottleneck and hopefully it's too, you know, will also help to that. And the second layer solutions uh, like, you know, Matic Polygon, you know, we're also eyeing that. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of differences. We kind of had a, such a flood, like a tidal wave at the beginning of the year and, you know, clubhouse blew up and like some yeah. big A-listers came in and, and, and some did some cool stuff and some did some money grab tokens. And like, so it's very interesting to watch, um, as being like in the space and part of the community for a while, I would say towards the end of last year. In fact, I remember at the new year's uh, party in token smart, which was like a, you know, 20 hour long music festival. A uh, couple of us were like, Oh yeah, 2021 year of the NFT. But we thought it was at the end of the year when we were like, things were going to get big yeah. and the mainstream would take notice. No, it happened right at the start. So we were not like, as far as I know, everybody in the community that I'm in touch with was, was not expecting that. We thought there was still a, a long kind of uptrend, and then it just boom, 
the the floodgates open so it's been a wild ride and of course it's kind of funny to see you know there was all this excitement and then it it, it falls off a little and the market cools off and people are like oh well nfts are dead and it's like well that's just because you've been here for a month and you saw like this crazy peak and then it slows down a little so mm -hmm. it comes in cycles and uh it's you know it's it's not dead at all it is the future basically yeah i was looking at non-fungibles and like non-fungible.com and i think Crypto punks alone have done fourteen million dollars this week in sales, and it's just Crazy like is. it's just Gonzo. What like just punks do alone? And they've done over half a billion. I think half a billion dollars. Or no, That's no, incredible. two point five, two point four. The, the, the second. Oh, NFTs, right? but crypto punks alone have done that, which is insane. But yeah, two point five billion the the first half of the year, right? Yeah, that's insane. It's insane. So it's, it's, it's rapidly growing and. Things obviously things are slow. Well, they say things are slowed down, but Jan, I think June's been the best month of the uh, for obviously sales in the in the year, hasn't it? Oh, June this June? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sure. It? It, I'm sure. Apparently, I'm sure it has. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the th it's like people could say it's slowed down with looking from the outside because yeah. they're not hearing as many things on Saturday Night Live or wherever yeah. they consume their media, uh, their their you know mass media from. But if you're in the space, like it is heating up day by day. There are yes. so many crazy projects. I mean, it, even if you just looked at the generative projects, the generative NFTs, it's mm -hmm. like there's a new one with a whole community behind it every day. And if you happen to sleep, you miss some. Like, you know, it's it's crazy. It's building very steadily. Um, you know, there will be peaks and swings when, you know, Christie's does a big auction or something and everybody's like, oh, NFTs are back. And you're like, we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> We've been working hard. How is, um, how, what kind of effect as the hip hop community, like I'm talking about like, artists like Jay-Z entering the space, you got, you got Nas rapping around, rapping about crypto, investing in crypto or like Coinbase, you've got different rappers talking about the crypto space you obviously had your nips late Nipsey hustle was always a big ambassador talking about uh crypto if they, when they're entering the space do you see like a, a rush of people coming towards what you're doing i mean is that, is that good for you i think it is like a, a net good i mean the more awareness that happens in the hip-hop community because i think yeah for a long time people like knew about bitcoin they figured they yeah. want bitcoin they didn't know how to get it well like now there are more avenues to doing that. And if hip hop is like that gateway, like I think that's enough to get people to actually like take action, you know, because how many times did you hear about Bitcoin before you took action? You know, it actually yeah, takes yeah. something, <laughs> um, something beyond just money, maybe something that's also about passion to get people to take action. So I'm hoping that 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 continues to kind of have that effect as we get more on the mainstream, like radar and stuff and, and really flush out the launch here. Um, yeah, I, I just think like Jay-Z rocking a crypto punk on his Twitter profile is kind of cool. You know, I tweeted at him. I'm like, hey, nice punk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nice. yeah. And, yeah, and we've got other, good. you know, you've got people like MC Hammer uh, yes. kind of taking the slow roll around in Clubhouse a lot. I really appreciate that. I think it's great when, you know, those big, bigger A-list artists come in and they decide to, you know, participate in the community and absorb kind of what's been done you know don't just reinvent the wheel and shoot yourself 100%. in the foot come hang out absorb see what people are doing see what people want see what's possible because almost anything is possible right so i like to see uh you know the a-listers taking a good approach and having some value and utility in their tokens not just you know a quick nft drop or some kind of social token that doesn't really have 
much value or utility to it. So, you know, I mean, we've got, we've had uh, uh, a number of people, what, uh, you know, um, Snoop Dogg dropped a couple NFTs. Yeah. Um, you know, Eminem did some yeah. over on uh, Nifty, Nifty Gateway. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so there's, there's interest. And I think there's a lot more interest behind the scenes, even with labels and, and things like that, that's yeah. going on that is not in the public eye. You kind of have to, you know, be deeper in the community to hear about that. It's happening. So then, you know, another could be two months, could be four, could be six months. There's going to be a giant flood where like some big labels are like, okay, we're dropping NFTs of our artists or, you know, a big artist that is, that is, you know, owns their own material comes in and does something really, really cool with it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's coming. Uh, Do you feel that these guys have got a role to play in regards to not damaging um, the space? Because if, like you talked about, uh, Garrett, is the, the the money grab, which a lot of a lot of these celebrities have come and done, the money grab um, may leave a bit of taste in a few people's mouths based on the way they approach NFTs, the and they may think, well, it's just a piece of, it's just an image, and I don't, get, and it's not worth what it was. What I bought. I bought it for a hundred thousand. It's only worth ten thousand or hundred dollars in the next five years. I mean. Mm -hmm. They have a role to play um, because they have so much influence and they've got so much, a big audience. When they step in, like MC Hammer, like you said, that's perfect. Take time, meet the people, understand what the people want, understand the community, and then make your move. Um, but these people just coming in with their audience, capitalizing off it, and then leaving the space. Do you think that's, is, how do you get that, how do you think they're going to get that balance? It's definitely <sighs> tough because, and, and just real quick, and then I'll pass it on to you, Garrett. Uh, it, it can really turn someone off. So in this yeah. example where you have an artist that's coming to the space, they're new and they mm -hmm. want to bring some of their fan base. Well, if you don't educate a little bit your fan base or you don't give them something that is really cool or useful or is going to drop them tokens later, you know, something uh, interesting that's utilizing the full value of this technology, this new packaging and, and, and relationship with your fans, mm -hmm. um, then I think it can turn people off for a long time like if you had a really bad experience coming into the nft space you're going to write that off so there's definitely a responsibility yeah. there for those uh those larger artists and we in the community have a responsibility as well to try and communicate that the best we can if we have a connection to a large artist you know to try and get them that that nugget of information uh to be able to come in and absorb and make some relationships and find out what be, can be done before you just drop your NFT. It's still early days. You're not too late. I feel like some people also think they missed the boat. So yeah. they're rushing. It's not the case at all. There's plenty of room for growth here. It's kind of just the beginning. 100%. Go ahead, Garrett. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with that. Like, yeah, just take some time to, to, yeah, to listen to people in the scene and just try and get a little bit immersed, you know, before, yeah, just pushing something half-baked out the door. Like sometimes you with with some artists uh like some celebrities rather you know and, and 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 so like it's just there is so much possibility with like what's being done with like programmable art like async art and stuff mm. and unlockables and and things that can create that two-way dialogue with the community and i think that's what's important is like it is kind of this like multifaceted media that um it, it's good that like I think the NFT community at large is trying to like challenge them to come out with, with something really dope especially if they have the resources you know to kind of invest in the making and crafting of this story which is essentially what it is this is it's narrative and it's execution and it has this end visual product that 
we can kind of hold and hoard and collect and maybe resell. So like, that's just the whole kind of life cycle of it. And it's just, yeah, I think you got to um, spend some time ideating and talking to people to get there though, you know? 100%. Yeah, you, you, you touched on story there. And I think that's huge because there's also a lot of overlap between the hip hop culture and that storytelling aspect. And you can go so deep with that uh, with NFTs. And I think that a lot of even just the, let's say, visual artists uh, that are very successful, they're, they're sharing their story uh, as part of their art. And so, you know, it's, it's huge. So being able to, you know, really embrace that uh, is, is, a, is a real positive uh, for mm -hmm. anyone coming into the space, new or well-known. Yeah, I mean, that is what you're saying is, I would say is common sense if you're trying to sell something, but I feel like any, everyone's got this whole look on, when they look on NFTs, they feel like oh, there's more people are buying things for thousands or millions of dollars. I'm just going to create, create a, a piece of art and hopefully it gets sold. Whereas people, I think NFTs are built on community and people buy into people. They've always have. Yes. So it's important as a creator, uh, whatever you're doing in the space, share your story, let people know why you're creating that. I mean, I spoke to... Um, I don't know if you ever, you know, Krista Kim, uh, who created, she created the first digital, uh, the digital house. She sold for $500,000. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super so cool. She, she was talking about, she went, when she had the interest, she rang the buyers and she spoke to them about what it was about, what it meant to her and so on. And like, people don't see that. So I think these are the things that guys, the guys that you were talking about and pointing out, I think it's, these are important factors to help people be successful in this space and it isn't going to happen overnight. <laughs> it, it might happen, you know, but I just don't think it's going to happen overnight because it, it takes time. And like I said, it's still early, isn't it? So um, yeah, like I just, I just wanted to highlight that side of it, telling the story, like, just like you said, Garrett, like I think it's so important, but it's not really talked about as such. Yeah. And the, the, what you mentioned there about, you know, not expecting that overnight success. That's really mm -hmm. important because uh, a lot of people, you know, you see maybe some people drop an NFT and maybe they're talking about a clubhouse or something and it sells right away for, you know, a couple thousand bucks or something. And someone else uh, with as much talent or whatever drops one and, and it doesn't sell right away and they get very discouraged. And so, yeah. uh, you know, just a message to everybody like it takes time. Um, you know, I, I make NFTs. I very rarely sell my art NFTs, but it's not just about the sales. It's about sharing something that I'm passionate about. And every once in a while, someone, you know, reaches out to me and says they like my work or they pick something up. And, you know, that's it's it's really meaningful. Um, but don't get too discouraged if you make a few things and they don't sell. You do have to let people know there's a lot of NFTs out there. So you got to be tweeting about it. you got to be talking about it in the Discord communities where, you know, you've made some connections. Or if you haven't, that's where you need to head. You need to head into the communities. It's all kind of about building that and bringing your tribe and finding your tribe here in the crypto space. And, you know, that can lead to more success um, than just kind of like dropping an NFT and, and, you know, making one tweet or Insta post about it and being like, well, why didn't it sell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on, on the flip side, I know that you guys um, are collectors. Uh, I've seen, obviously, I know, Garrett, as you showed me your collection, massive, like <laughs> you collect a load of piece of art and you're very involved. So as a collector, from a collector's perspective, what did you look for um, from an art? Why, why do you buy pieces of art or whatever whatever NFTs you've brought? What, why? What's the main attraction for you? Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, you know, Super Rare was the first one that captured my attention. And it was really just, back then, it was something that that, that grabbed me, you know, and, and, mm. and that I liked. 
Um, and then, you know, as some of the pieces started to like resell, I was like, oh, maybe I'll kind of shop by artists a little bit and look in the sales rankings and stuff on Super Rare and figure out, okay, you know, these guys resell a lot and they got a reasonable like acquisition price, average price and stuff. So, I mean, I did get calculating that way, but like a lot of it was just like fun to just getting to know the artists in the process. And then I fell in love with Pixel Chain was this other project that I just love pixel art. And I just bought really dope looking pixel art, um, some of which uh, like uh, I have like in a lot of money piece, two pieces of his and like he's kind of a bigger name artist and an MLTIBY, I think is his acronym. I forget sometimes. Uh, but like, yeah, so like there's some big name artists in there, too. But like I was just really buying stuff that I liked in that sense. Um, but then outside of art, like I looked at digital real estate parcels, you know, like the sandbox and crypto voxels as digital real estate. So I was like buying those, but also building cool experiences on them and, and taking that medium pretty far with what we've done with like our crypto voxels parcel in um, for Cypher. The Cypher Lounge has like a Twitch live stream up on the stage. You can actually pipe in like performances in world and consume content in a rich, immersive way. Um, so we've got a pretty, pretty cool setup there with like, you know, the metaverse converging with blockchain. And, and so that to me was really compelling, but um, yeah, there's just tons of different projects. It's, it's tough to keep up with, but um, yeah. those are the, the big ones that I kind of got involved with. Though. What about and you? And like, I, I do have a large collection. I mean, I've been collecting NFTs for, you know, over two years. Um, and I, I have a quite a, quite a pretty decent collection of audio NFTs because I, I got in very early. In fact, uh, Connie Digital's uh, holding was my first audio NFT, which was one of the very first audio NFTs. Um, but first rule, I got to love the work. Like if I'm scrolling through something looking for like, you know, just scrolling open to your rareable, like something grabs my eye and I'm like, oh my, that connects to me the nostalgia or just like, oh, that's hot or, or it's cute or whatever it is. You know, I'm like, oh, that I connect to. So, you know, uh, every once in a while, you know, if it's really affordable, I'll just grab something. But generally, I'll like be like, oh, I like that work. I'm going to check out the artist. I'm going to look at what other works they're on. You know, what, uh, you know, what platforms are they minting on? Maybe I could score something on Rarible a little cheaper uh, than on, you know, another platform. Or, okay. So I'll kind of look around, check out what work they have, maybe take a peek at their socials and give them a follow. Um, then I would look for, you know, some value adds, some extra, some unlockable content. Uh, what what they got going on with their community? If they have a social token too, um, maybe look a little bit at you know their their resale value. Maybe uh, you know something that I that I always tell people, and I really do myself, but that's just because I don't have mountains of ETH. Is like if you find something you really think is amazing, get two because you can keep one and maybe resell one later. Okay. Um, but I do a lot of different types of of media, like uh, uh, Garrett mentioned, you know, metaverse. So I have a little bit of metaverse lands, um, a lot of music, you know, some cool VR stuff and AR stuff, and a lot of pets and wearables, like the whole crypto voxels and Decentraland. These metaverses uh, where we do have events sometimes, and there's amazing. Uh, amazing stuff going on pretty much all the time these days which is also very new because it used to be you know one event or two events a week and now it's every day there's something going on in, in these metaverses but the wearables i have a lot of wearables because they're really fun yeah. and you used to be able to pick them up super cheap like pets and different animals and hats and glasses and you know i had a friend of mine made my own likeness into my head in crypto voxels and this was like you know, almost a couple of years ago, that got me deeper into crypto voxels because, hey, I had my own head on my avatar. Like, so um, that is also another huge, huge opportunity for people. 
the wearables market, fashion, virtual fashion, um, like tattoos or makeup skins and all that. You've got people from L'Oreal and like big, big companies looking at this stuff, um, wanting to get into this space. So, you know, there's a lot of great uh, wearable makers out there that have been in it for a while and have, have really cool stuff. There's people coming, you know, new to the space. Um, Decentraland just kind of opened up their wearable, you know, maker and market. Um, over there, you do have to, I think, have some some funds, some mana to be able to list those. Uh, whereas in crypto voxels, it's a little more just wide open. Anybody can design something in like magic voxels and uh, basically, I think, pay the gas to mint it. And then you could list those on the market or, you know, give them away, whatever you want. But uh, that's another really fun area that just you can personalize your your avatar you can be anything in the metaverse you know color creed sexual orientation all that's out the window so that's one of the great things about this inclusive space uh where you can just be you um and and meet other people that you know have similar interests and have fun and rap with them or cruise around to art galleries and concerts pretty pretty amazing stuff yeah i think the 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 best example a lot of people the example a lot of people use is that the, that film ready player one is how mm -hmm. they they that's how they see the future being is you can be uh, anything like you can be a creatures um or whatever. and and it's it's already we've already played that role to a certain extent if you're into gaming um you've already be you've already you've, you've used to be an avatar as your creature whatever the character is or another person and, and you i mean i remember i played gta um and i was very invested in my character I was I was going to the gym. I was I was changing clothes when I had a new when I, right. when, I, when I when I completed a mission. I got a bit of money when I got when I got some new clothes and that this was the early stages of what's about to happen. That we spend hours and hours in games, but now you're going to be able to uh, monetize, uh, especially now you can own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say so. Gaming is another huge, huge uh, part of the you know blockchain community. And uh, in the early days, I thought gaming was going to be the massive onboard ramp. And I think it's taken longer to develop the the games and maybe cross game compatibility. So if I if I work really hard and I earn a sword in one game, uh, I I couldn't be able to possibly use that in another game. And it could yeah. even give me different powers in that game. I could sell that. I could gift that. I could rent that out. I could probably put it in a DeFi pool where somebody else rents it out and I get some tokens back for it. So all sorts of amazing stuff happening in gaming. I mean, think if you could have owned all your, your clothes that you had worked so hard to, you know, do missions and buy or from a kid, if I had, you know, every piece of like Zelda and Mario, whatever yeah. I had saleable, that's like, you know, college fund for my kids or whatever, you know, like, so it's pretty amazing. Like it, it's hitting every aspect of, of life really from like, fashion and your identity in these spaces and then gaming and music and art and literature and dance i just bought my first dance nft like a week ago Crazy. um so yeah i i imagine there'll be more like theatrical type nfts um comedy skits you know you name it uh it, it will come to the nft space so do you see cypher uh, in the future i mean i think you put i don't know if you guys are already doing this when you mentioned that you're doing things in the metaverse is that okay you have your avatar you go in, you you meet up at the spot, and the beat comes on, and you do your you do your freestyle as your avatar, and then it's created to NFT, and then that you have, and then somebody might say, okay, I love that freestyle in the crowd, and I want to buy that NFT straight away, or it might be yeah. a DJ who's who's a DJ in the in the metaverse, and he goes, I want that I want that track now because I'm playing out later on, and I want to be able to play that track. You know, oh, like man. so that'd be so oh, epic yeah. to stitch that all together. Yes, one 
one day, man. I'm telling you. That, I that think we'll sick. get there. Yeah, because we do have, you know, we do events sometimes in the metaverse where we go in with our avatars and we basically stream the Discord uh, because we can use the bot to play the beats and people can open their mics and there's no real lag time. We just yeah. stream that basically into, you know, the the metaverse parcels. But uh, we've got, you know, like uh, Gat and Fishbrain and and, and uh, Space Painter and a few others that are pretty involved in Somnium Space, which is a phenomenal metaverse. Um, and so being able to go in there and let's say you were wearing an actual, uh, you know, you can go in on just, you know, uh, a browser. But if you were wearing your, your uh, you know, goggles, if you had a virtual reality set on, you would be able to basically, you know, really read that because that's one of the one of the hard parts about in crypto voxels. You kind of got to wrap up your your flow or I'm passing it off or shout somebody out to, to really give that cue. But if we were in the metaverse and we were watching each other's body language because, you know, you have the full uh, headgear on, you yeah. could literally be like looking at someone and kind of like gesture to them and they could then grab the mic. So uh, the the ability of getting there, we're, we're fairly close. I think being able to have tracks be like minted basically live while in the metaverse and and go up for purchase that would be pretty awesome and i don't see why that that wouldn't happen and it'll take us a little time but uh you know all the tech should be there to be able to do that yeah and you want to touch on anything Garrett, in regards to that yeah i mean even taking baby steps with it like right now like i want to start figuring out a way to like embed our ciphers directly i mean we could do just an open c link directly if to minted ciphers into yep. the metaverse onto our record crates in there and have those purchasable in world <laughs> so that's kind of rad so just starting to connect the dots little by little and i think it's going to get there though over time because there's so many smart people with you know backing building them in, in this space like it's kind of bound to, right. to come together you mentioned you mentioned record covers it doesn't even have to like i'm like my mind's flowing now like it doesn't even have to be like the record crate you it could be detached to your your your, your, your digital wear and oh, yeah. you know, and so because you buy this jacket and you get my track, you know what I mean? Like that could be cool. That yeah. is a dope idea. We've we've actually yeah. we've talked about like cipher wearables and and we actually uh did a did a crypto voxels beat hunt uh, a few weeks back where yeah, yeah. you had to go into the parcel, you had to find this uh image of this uh cassette tape uh, that said cipher OG on it. You'd have to click that and then you'd get a form to fill out and you'd get a link to a track. So we had like 10 people all rap over that track. Um, and then there was rewards for the best rap, but actually they were all so good. We had to split the rewards between like everybody that rap. They were so fire, dude. So we've done stuff like that. And then the second part of that was uh, to be able to tweet out a uh, video of you either freestyling over the track or it could be breakdancing or I don't know, puppet show. Or it could have been anything over that track. And then you got entered into a contest to win that first uh, Cypher mixtape uh, nft so you know we've we've talked about wearables and, and other things i think it would be really cool if there was a way to attach uh the nft to like the wearable you're literally wearing and so if someone clicks on that they could see like okay he's wearing this uh you know cypher shirt or hat or whatever it is you know holding the microphone that's a wearable and you click on that microphone and you get the wearable microphone to walk around with and you get the track like that's a really cool idea yeah man like it's that and this is like i said this is a conversation between us three just literally just on the spot and that's this is where we're at like, this is why it's so exciting in the space because we we know we know that anything we're saying now is actually possible and that's 
I mean, yeah. th there's no restrictions. There's, it's just wait. I mean, I'm sure that could be done to a certain extent. A certain, even if it's classes are unlockable attached to the wearable. I mean, we could mm -hmm. flip it around and you could do it on the the physical item. So if you if you, if you integrate augmented reality to the physical T-shirt, you still could attach that entity, that music entity. Totally. You could have a physical, you could have the digi physical. So you get a yeah. real world like hoodie, you get the hoodie in the, in the metaverse and you also get the track like, and that's, this is, this is the magic of this space is that we yeah. get to just collaborate and riff off each other. And like so much can be done that almost any of these ideas, it just takes a little tweak here or there, or, you know, a okay. couple links tying it up and like, boom, that's, that stuff can be done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, to, just to wrap it up, guys, what's your, at the moment, what is your favorite project? Let's put it, let's put it out there. What's the favorite NFT project at the moment that's out there and why? And I know there's loads, but I mean, <laughs> not favoritism, just literally the first one that comes to your head. <laughs> I always, I just love my crypto punk. So I'm just so, okay, OG. all right, OG, OG. Because oh. it's just so quintessentially like, uh so like they're smoking six they're just like all like in the same uh they're algorithmically generated and, and like i love pixel art so i just gotta go back to the to the old stalwart but easy easy pays more attention to what's going on nowadays have, have you have you checked out based on the crypto punks you said have you checked out um rasta punks i haven't seen that oh, particular one no. so there's rasta punks so i connected with that guy uh, the founder the other day he's from brazil um he's been in the reggae industry for like for 20 like 20 years connected to artists all around the Caribbean and whatnot and what he's doing there he's connecting the he's trying to help the artists that have obviously didn't make the money at the time to connect the artists to the to the actual nfts and you can get like exclusive potentially exclusive things with that artist so he's doing some really cool things so you definitely should ch check out that nice. that sounds really <laughs> cool yeah I uh you know unfortunately I didn't get a punk um one of the, you know, one of the tricky things uh, about this space and projects like punks and, and others as well, um, sometimes you're just like, you know, you've got a little bit of ETH and basically I was always just at that point where like, oh, a few times I could, I could afford a, uh, a punk, but it was like all my ETH. So it was like, yeah. do I spend all my ETH on a punk or do I keep some and I pick up a little this here and I pick up a little that thing there. Um, so, you know, it's challenging. Uh, favorite project is hard but uh I'll, I'll i'll go with uh actually my uh my little profile pickup there while i'm not on videos and avastar okay and uh, avastars is a pretty awesome project it's also uh you know generative art well, different artists have made different pieces of the avastar and then basically those are generated and you scroll through them as they're being you know randomly generated and you find one you like and there's different rarity traits and whatnot okay. um and then as uh, actually the the kind of season five is, is about to wind up when they when they sell out uh, pretty soon. And then there's going to be a way to basically take your different avastars that you have and take traits from different ones and build a replicant that will be able to be like a 3D uh, avatar, you know, in worlds in the future. So really okay. cool project. It's it's pretty OG. I've been I've been, you know, uh, with them since the early days and, and it's just another you know project that i that i really enjoy is there any utility yeah. to it any any use cases when you do anything there's, there's they're pretty cool avastars is pretty sweet because like they actually ascribe you commercial rights to use that avastar too uh, so like our, uh, <coughs> excuse me our brand ambassador louis c rhymes was toying with like 
putting his on like merch and stuff like that at one point yeah. and like you could do cool stuff but yeah i mean if they're bringing them into the metaverse too with the replicants that's kind of crazy that you can use it as like a it's like a wearable almost you're saying yeah but, or as like an avatar so as yeah the avatar that's, itself. yeah so you could like basically build this replicant and it's going to be you know a 3d version while the the uh original avatars are you know a 2d so they're uh doing a lot of work behind the scenes and basically you get for each avatar you buy you get like this this token that is going to let you make uh, a replicant and then once you've used that trait it's basically burned you won't be able to like use it again on another replicant okay. um but yeah very active community there's some fun giveaways like every week they do some giveaways where you just have to write a story about like either maybe an avastar that they show or one of your favorites um yeah really 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 good project so if you haven't you check that Okay, that's cool. Like a lot of these, like that that project, the project you talked about, um, CryptoPunks and Avatar, Avastar, that they're not actually connected to anything in the real world. They're just literally made out of nothing. That's a, a creation, which I really find interesting. How people create communities out of nothing to a certain extent. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. What do you gain from it? Like as a collector, what do you gain? I mean, I can kind of, now I could probably understand what you gain from a CryptoPunk because it was probably the, one of the first ones and not a lot of people have got it. It's high valued. Is it like having a Rolex? Like yeah, it's, it's exactly it. It's like, I flex, I flex my CryptoPunk on my Twitter and it's my Rolex basically, yeah, basically. But it's also like, I've got like a Mebit for free too. That's like the second like highest crypto project like bi-weekly volume. Right. Um, and that is uh, also by Larva Labs. And they basically gave any CryptoPunk holder the right to claim a Mebit for free. And like, I ended up selling mine pretty early on, but I, I was like still like a big sale for just having a punk, like you kind of get access to other things sometimes, which is kind of crazy. But like, that's the essence of like all sorts of, nfts that have unlockable content sometimes after the fact but yeah it's just very og to me and i just love pixel art it just it all works together for me but the eye patch on mine too really just sets it off so <laughs> what about you easy what about you what what really draws you what for you what is it that makes you collect something that doesn't because it never existed before it doesn't mean what what connects you to it oh man well you know, sometimes just the, the visual look of something, you can, you can have a connection to it, pulls out some sort of emotion or, or memory, whether that's, a, a, like I mentioned, I collect a lot of audio NFTs, like um, both to, to support uh, the, the artists, which oftentimes I, I may know through, you know, our community, but also yeah. like just absolutely dope tracks. So if it's something that I just like and connect with, sometimes that's enough to buy it. Uh, sometimes, you know, you're, you're right. Like, so these things are just created um, it, it's like almost like creative value just from imagination. Um, mm. So sometimes you'll, you'll see something cool, but like, oh, well, there's no really like, it, it's kind of cool, but what are they going to do with it? So it, I do look for like more, more value, more interactivity. Um, why, you know, what is this bringing me in for, you know, something else down the line, like uh, whether that could be, you know, concerts or, or other fun events or, or gaming or, or whatever it is. So I do look for that kind of uh, extra utility often. Uh, and then sometimes it's just about supporting an amazing artist. So it's, it's hard to kind of quantify, you know, why I will support a certain project. Um, sometimes it's just an emotional connection. And then sometimes it might be like, oh, this is like really well thought out. Um, 
uh, every once in a while, I'll do, you know, kind of a speculative buy on, on a couple NFTs and see if maybe I can, you know, sell them down the line for a little bit extra and then buy some more NFTs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I, I wanted to ask you that because I feel that that's a question that a lot of people, not even, not in the space may ask, like, why, what the hell are you buying that for? I mean, <laughs> it's good to hear from somebody that is in this, has been in the space for a good while, um, has obviously invested in NFTs and what is it they're gaining from it? What is, what are the, what's the reason behind their buying it? Because I, I really feel that a, com- a community that's really taken the uh, a project, which is uh, the the Board Eight Yacht Club, I said, I thought that community, they're almost bringing it. They're bringing it so much into the real world. They're doing our music with it. I seen it on a billboard the other day, um, on a, an Instagram post. They're doing merch now. Like they're really taking it into the real world, and that's why I feel that when you have a, a, a NFT uh, collectible and the the people collecting it are doing the work. You're not even advertising it yourself. Like they're doing, and, yeah. and if somebody does something amazing with it, as a as I say, if you're a crypto punk collector, you do something amazing with your crypto punk, everything goes up in value. The the whole collection does. That's gone. So yeah, yeah if it's, that it's were really. To, yeah, oh, go if ahead. it could penetrate the like mainstream psyche yeah. and stuff, yeah, it's yeah, that could be really epic. I've definitely dreamt of that with crypto punks and stuff like punks TV or something like that. Like yeah, some yeah. literally like. Uh, invite only like talk show with just punks or something who knows but yeah it's it's, it's gonzo like it's a powerful like, medium yeah seeing the you know, community is, and be the foot soldiers like that though yeah it's crazy that's what totally. i really think is crazy and i just thought i think it's amazing so i'm passionate i'm excited to see what's i mean i'm sure there's gonna be some amazing things that are gonna happen still this year and onto onto the, the coming years and especially when the metaverse gets involved and, and people more people start getting involved with the metaverse and augmented reality and whatnot i'm just excited to see what's to come but um thank you guys Absolutely. um for your time like i think it's been amazing i just feel like it's been a, a just a general conversation just talking about nfts it's always refreshing to speak to people especially the guys that have been in the space and actually contributing and doing amazing things um where can, if somebody wants to get onto Cypher, where's the best place to contact you guys or wants to get in contact with you guys in the future? Where can they get in contact with you? Yeah, if you guys just uh, go to our website, it's cypher.media and it's cypher with an I dot media yeah. uh, instead of dot com. And that just has all our social links down at the bottom. We're in Discord a lot, you know, definitely get in there and holler at us and um, definitely follow on Twitter. Instagram's popping too. So yeah, just uh, lots of love in there and it's fun, fun community. So yeah, we'd love to have people come scope us out. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been really a huge pleasure. Uh, thanks so much for having us on. And yeah, if people want to uh, find us and find out more, uh, cypher.media, uh, C-I-P-H-E-R.media. Uh, we have a Twitter, we have an Insta, we have a YouTube. Uh, my Twitter, Easy and Crypto, uh, is always open for DM. So, you know, if you, you want to hit me up and ask me, you know, about Cypher or help get kind of onboarded into the crypto space and whatnot, you know, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm always taking DMs from people and, and helping out. And uh, we'd love to have uh, the listeners here come and, and join in on a Cypher and just come on over to the Discord, hang out at one of our Cyphers. And if you want to jump on the mic, we really encourage that. Uh, basically drop, you know, a uh, little crypto tips to everybody get, that gets on and flows. And uh, like I said, you know, the, the Sunday ciphers, we got the 0.1 ETH reward, which is pretty nice for just coming on and, and spitting some rhymes. Yeah, man. Uh, this is what it's yeah. about, man. Like, guys, uh, please, please, obviously join the Discord. 
get in contact with these guys, get involved in the project because they're doing amazing things. If you're into the hip hop space, even if you're not into hip hop and you just want to see what's going on, I'm sure everyone's welcome to join the Discord just to, to be a part of the experience, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. So, and this has been really fun, man. I really appreciate you having us on and just great questions. It's fun chopping it up. So it's definitely, let's kick it again sometime, man. Yeah, man, 100%. We'll stay connected. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have to do a part two uh, towards maybe towards the end of the year or the start of next year to see how much progress you guys are going to see. Now, easy to put yourself back on. Yeah, so we got a second feature for easy if you don't get to see him that often. He's here, <laughs> <laughs> He's here man. So, yeah, man, thank you, guys. Um, everyone stay listening and stay blessed. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode because I definitely did. I'm all about hip-hop, man. So anything in the space and hip-hop, I'm a fan of. But guys, I am behind on episodes, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've filmed so many, I've recorded so many episodes and I need to get them out before they become relevant uh, because I've had some great guests on. So what I'm going to be doing through November, I'll be dropping at least three uh, episodes uh, a week for you guys to listen to so I can catch up because I'm working and working. Believe me, I'm working and connecting with different people and having some great guests, but also got to stay on top of it. So hold my hand up. Um, and I'll be getting the episodes out. So everybody, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, or Apple or Google, or you're watching on YouTube, guys, please share, like get it out there to different individuals. The space is growing. Uh, it's got a lot of attention. And quite honestly, I think this is the number one podcast out there. So let's help build this community and get everything out there.